You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys, the podcasting. I'm DJ Impact, and I got the bad boys here with me. Sin City Steve, Simon Street, Matt Michaels. We're happy to be here with you. If you're on Facebook and you have the uh, ability to use your chat, please do. We want to get your comments in as we see fit. We love to hear your comments as we're getting ready to talk about this past week's wrestling shows. So um, just welcome everybody. All right, guys, let's get right into it. We always kick off with WWE, Raw, and SmackDown. Everything seems to be leading to Crown Jewel. You know, to be completely honest, I I, I want to watch this so bad. I mean, they've done a good job with the matches. They've done a good job hyping it. I mean, it's everything you want it to be going into an event. And I just can't do it, man. <laughs> I want to do it. I mean, do you guys feel me in this situation? I mean, I, I don't expect. thousand percent. Yeah, like, I don't know. Anyway, everything, of course, is leading up to that. And so um, let's just get right into it. What, what was your take on the shows this week? I know we also had the King of the Ring. I, I guess that's definitely something worth mentioning. Um, we have, uh, what, Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor. Uh, that would be um, that was that was on that was on SmackDown, right? Was yeah. it SmackDown? Yeah. yeah, that was on SmackDown. Okay, <clears throat> and then it's going to be between Jinder Mahal versus Xavier Woods. Okay, all right. So, what do you guys think this King of the Ring is going so far? What's your take on that? <laughs> I think it's interesting. Um, I know we talked about it last week with regards to what we thought some of our picks were. Mm -hmm. And it seems like some of our picks are shaping up in that direction, possibly. Um, but, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm entertained. I'm not going to say I'm so entertained that it's the best thing that happened all week as far as WWE is concerned, but it was more entertaining than it has been in the past. Is everybody still in the, in the agreement that it's going to be gender Mahal? Or would you like to change who you think will be the king of the ring? My pick is Jinder Mahal, <laughs> all the way. Well, considering that we won't, I mean, Raw's Monday, so um, we won't be recording before this happens then on Thursday in Crown Jewel. So yeah. really, I mean, it's hard to say, like, we can say Jinder Mahal, but we don't know who's going over between Mahal and Xavier. We assume it's gender. So it should be gender and Finn, we're, we're thinking, right? 
But then again, there's been that theory that Xavier is owed this because what the fuck? Well, right? I mean, and Jinder has had his moment, right? He's been champion. So that goes back with what you were saying that maybe this could be Xavier's time. Definitely not Finn Balor's. I don't think. Let me ask you this question for those that may be watching this or listening. Xavier Woods, ask yourself this question. Do you want to see more of Xavier? Just Xavier. Because as you know, when you become the king of the ring, you basically have the prop of a crown and a scepter, and you're going to be on TV every week with a coronation fucking, I don't know. I don't get excited to see Xavier a whole, whole bunch. I like him when he's on, but seeing him every single week, I don't know. I'd rather see Jinder because he's fucking annoying. Right. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, don't don't smile, Simon, because uh, that graphic is coming in your teeth. Oh, boy. <laughs> Check out my girls. Check out my girls. <laughs> oh man, um, that's but, awesome. Well, uh, oh, Scott. Yeah, gen- gender is going to win the fucking thing. That, that Michael's called it originally. Uh, he had gender pegged as being the uh, the winner of this tournament right when it first started. So props to you, man. I hate it when you're right because then I have to actually I actually have to give you props. Unfortunately, well, so. the unfortunate part though too is that if you look at the bracket of those eight guys, it just it was. And they did, you know, the women's makes less sense than anything, you know. So at least with the guys, there's like, you can't see Xavier Wood going against Finn Balor. It just wouldn't make sense. But they could fucking do it. Okay, let's face it. They could do it. Xavier could win. Finn doesn't need it. I don't Finn does, definitely good. doesn't need it. So, but most likely Mahal wins it. And, you know, kind of what you were talking about, in terms of Simon, the idea of seeing Xavier all the time, or you're going to see Ginger all the time, but Ginger's still going to have his little lackey. If Xavier wins it, he's still going to have, you know, his little lackey who's the WWE champion. So, yeah. You know, so yeah, Ginger most likely wins it. Um, can't, can't really go against that, but that that women's bracket is well, shaping up to be a real shit show. Let's jump over to that. You have Zelina uh, Vega, yeah, versus Carmella, and then you have uh, Dewdrop versus Shayna Baszler. I got this one. <laughs> um, I got my pick after this. Zelina Vega all the way, and the reason why I say that: a, she needs it more. B, I think she could do a hell of a job, way better than Carmella. Uh, I think a lot of people don't want to see Carmella. Uh, unless she's repackaged. Um, maybe wait, wait, not great. Time out. Time yeah. out. Time out. Yeah. Guys, Selena Vega beat Carmella. Right. Yeah, exactly. So so she, not okay. gonna see Carmella. Well, thank goodness. Thank goodness. So I didn't see SmackDown, so I wouldn't know. Oh, Jesus. But, but, but Zelina Vega, 100%. I would say Zelina Vega. Because but I think then, for her, I, well, all right, listen. Now I'm wishing, I'm wishing that she had lost, and that you, <laughs> you were saying that. <laughs> that would be brilliant. Well, I know she won because whoever she faced, because I follow her on Instagram, and so 
she was she was she had that on there. And so that's where I took that information from. But as I did see that post, I was like, I, I could see Zelina Vega be like the, the bitchiest bitch queen ever. Just just seeing her every week, being fucking annoying, coming out with these cosplay uh, uh, outfits that she has on. It could work. Now, I do think that the Shayna Baszler and Dewdrop, that's just setting up for whatever feud's going to happen in the next pay-per-view anyways. Something's going to happen. And yeah, someone will go over per se. They're, but they're, they're, on, let, they're on different shows when Crown Jewel ends. Dewdrop, uh, yeah. I think, is still on Raw. Uh, mm-hmm. And what's her face? Shayna's on on SmackDown. Correct. However, you're kind of close. I think this is going because Shayna came out and teamed teamed quote unquote with with Sonya. Um, I got a feeling Naomi costs Shayna the match. Dewdrop wins because you ain't going to see Shayna versus Zelina. Right. That right. that yeah. happen. <laughs> right. So I got a I got a feeling that Dewdrop they're gonna give it to her. Oh wow! So you have you the have one on Raw and one on SmackDown. You have one face and one heel. That's my guess. So I I, I do have to give them props. This week they actually uh, doubled the amount of time that they gave the women in this tournament, from uh, you know a minute and a minute and a half <laughs> to this week three minutes and four minutes. Holy shit! <laughs> every minute counts hey, did- I, 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 I'm guessing that the next round that we're going to get a six minute match and an eight minute match I don't know maybe they might actually maybe they might actually let the finals go ten minutes I doubt it but who knows we gotta, you gotta figure too that um, the most important thing that came out of uh, the women's match uh, this week is the fact that boy Carmella just really gets bugged when her uh, face mask is being touched. That that super protective carbon fiber bedazzled fucking piece of shit mask <laughs> that you take off before you wrestle. Of course, so that so that your rival can go out and pick it up and distract you and catch you <laughs> rolled up. Yeah. You know what I will say with regards to Carmella? You know what the problem with her is? Is when you take... She wears... Well, uh, other than the many things. When you take a B-level competitor and you try to make them an A-level competitor, she's best in a crowd. She sucks by herself. I'm sorry, baby girl. You're a beautiful woman, and I'm sure you have many gifts and talents, but you having the spotlight on just yourself is like trying to squeeze water out of rock. It, it, it just, I'm sorry, you have nothing to offer. So go find you a group, go get in that group, and you'll be fine, baby girl. Oh, shit. Uh, Corey, that's at Simon Street, okay? <laughs> oh, um, hit me up. Just hit me up. I want hit you to up. be specific. Uh, <laughs> Please come hit me up. No problem. She's dry. You dry, girl. You do so basic. So basic. <laughs> Oh man! Well, shout out to the folks in the chat, man. Uh, uh, John, he he uh, believed that Shayna was going to go all the way as the queen of spades, and he also said Naomi to the bloodline. Hmm. Well, that that needs to happen. Like that. Yeah. That's something that. Right. Yeah. Is long overdue. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Yeah. So let's keep it going. 
What else kind of stood out to you all? I I mean, you had a um, so let's talk about this. The idea that SmackDown went from becoming a two-hour show to a two-and-a-half with the last half an hour being commercial-free. Uh, we ha- we know why that ended up happening. <laughs> um, I, it, it's- I, I genuinely would love to know, Impact. Why did they add an extra <laughs> half hour and make the last half hour of it commercial-free? <laughs> I, I genuinely want to know because if that's not counter-programming, I don't know what the fuck is. <laughs> Okay, why don't we why don't we do this? Do you think though that in many cases that maybe Mr. TK just shouldn't be Twitter fingers? You know, he just shouldn't be opening his mouth and roughing off roughing up the big dog, sort of say. Right? Why uh-huh. Why? It, okay. Okay. So yeah, let me ask you this. Okay. So it's completely okay for WWE to counter program and build an entirely new show and shift it to a network a couple of years ago to pick a fight with whoa, another company. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me make my shit. point. Let, let me make my shit. point and then I'll let you speak. Okay. So they did that shit with the NXT initially. They they were the ones that ruffled the feathers that picked the fight with Tony Khan and AEW initially. You can say whatever you will, but they would not have moved to USA if if it wasn't for AEW. Okay, so that happened. They lost that war. We saw what happened. They had to completely hit the reset button on NXT, and now yes, they're going to go and they're trying to going to try to counter program AEW yet again by putting an extra half hour at the end of their show and making it commercial free. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But wasn't awesome. it not Tony that, that was one that was happy now that he feel he can go head to head with SmackDown. Wasn't it him? That- oh, no, no, no. Steve, Steve, Tony said that they beat SmackDown. Did they do it? Hell no, they didn't. So he's still a fucking moron. You know what's funny though? But you it was the funny? fact that Tony even they went got there. people talking. No, no, Tony's a fucking genius. And I'll tell you why he's a genius. He is basically purposely poking the bear because poking the bear gets him more spotlight because, hey, everybody's going to watch somebody smaller get chased by a bear, but you ain't never going to get chased by the big bear if you ain't poking it. And so right now, he's fucking with The him. ratings didn't work Tony's for him, uh, him. Simon it don't, it don't matter about the ratings. Is keeping him in the game, but it's no one's in the game. watching. No one's watching AEW versus WWE in the ring. You're right. They're You're actually right. competing against each other. But let You're me literally you. watching one or the other. Right. But let me tell you this. But let me tell you this though. But right now, everybody's talking about it. Right now, they're talking about the counter programming. A lot of people are talking about that. So it puts you in the conversation. There's nothing wrong with being put in the conversation. The end game. <laughs> Ain't gonna beat them. They're gonna beat WWE. We've known that from day one. We've known AEW head to head is never going to beat WWE. So the only- but what they are gonna hold on. But the new thing that they need to shoot for doing, and I think they are starting to do it because Tony Khan is, is probably knows it's on his radar. Is we are going to beat whatever the hell uh, timeline WCW did. We're going to survive, 
And if AEW survives in, in five years, 10 years, then they would have accomplished a hell of a lot. Oh, I know. I know, Michaels. It's not what you wanted to hear. It's fine. All, no, all, it just makes no fucking sense. How does it not make fucking sense? Because WCW, WCW was already an established show on the network for years. But they so dropped the ball. If you if you go ahead and you give them a 30-year arc, then yeah, fine. You're fine. But, dude, the fact of the matter is this. Tony Khan will fucking put his own business out of fucking business sooner than anything else. Well, I tell you what, he he has a hell of a lot to uh, mistakes of others to look at if he's smart, which you apparently say he's not, to look at say, okay, they failed because they dropped the ball on XYZ. So I'm going to not do the same thing and do things differently. He has an opportunity. It's a great opportunity to do things like let Arn Anderson's kid wrestle. We're talking about AEW as a family-owned business. Everybody's kid wrestles on that fucking show. By the way, shout out to Sean. Hey, the Jaguars won their first game today. This week, AEW Dynamite is going to be fire. All right. You yeah, they what? just had, they just had to go to to fucking the UK to win a game. And that's and that's what AEW needs to do is just go to the UK, <laughs> stay there, go. He's so fine. He's fine. He's so ratings, fine. ratings galore, Tony. Go. So Dude. so. Okay. Um, <laughs> By the way, from the chat, Sean says, uh, as much as Matt Michaels kissed Matt Vandegrift's ass last week and praised him, I hope that Vandegrift signs with AEW. Oh, wow. There you go. I do too, because then they'd have a wrestler on their fucking roster. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, man. Um, all right. Uh, so is that it, man, y'all want to talk about from this past week? I mean, there was um, – you did have the um, – the uh, the Charlotte Becky Sasha Bianca match, which by the way, I was that was an entertaining it was match. Good. I like that. That was really good. Them doing that, so that I'm calling that out. Um, anything else worth uh, mentioning? Uh, Edge always does good promos. We know that. Um, the biggest, the biggest fucking the the winner of the week is Brock Lesnar because all Brock Lesnar had to do was literally fly into an airport, get <laughs> into a car, arena, down, put his feet on the table, and say, you're a moron. That man, my advocate, already looked at the contract before you signed it, and leave. Right. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm telling you. The only reason Brock Lesnar would ever be in Ontario, California. Hello. Was for the payday to say one line. Hey, <laughs> for he, a million bucks. the capacity to do it. I guarantee even right now he still couldn't tell you where Ontario is. He don't even know where he, he, flew, he was flown into. Okay. <laughs> like, seriously. Wow. He thought he was already at Crown Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh yeah, all right. Well, good stuff there, man. I guess with that, nobody want to mention anything else about uh Ross Smackdown. Let's let's get to the A show then. A E Dubs. Uh, what was going on over there with that Dynamite and Rampage? Well, I honestly the uh, the best thing that I saw out of 
three hours of AEW programming this week was something that they didn't even put on TV. It was something that they put on their YouTube channel. Mm. And that was Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. And these dudes beat the fucking shit out of each other. And it was amazing, honestly. Wow. Like, it, 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 seriously, if you, if you did not take the time to check out that match, they went 20 minutes and it absolutely just everything that you could have expected or wanted out of this match. Um, yeah, they just seriously, like both guys why did that, absolutely beat the shit out of each other. What was the reason why that match got put into YouTube? Um, so it was the main event of the buy-in, and it was it was the to buy-in. serve as... Whoa, whoa, time about Mr. Counter-Programming. The yep. fucking buy-in. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. Okay, all right. <laughs> yep. It was it was essentially to serve as a lead in to the uh, to the rampage show, so um, yeah, it's uh, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, seriously, go seek that match out if okay. you did not watch it. I cannot do it justice, uh, and I'm not going to try to break down the entire match. Sure. That it was it, it, it is definitely must see though. If you if you like strong style, if you like the New Japan type of a match where you're legitimately going to see these guys, yeah. you know, not necessarily pull punches, not pull strikes and actually, you know, do some submissions that legitimately hurt. They look, they look like they're fucking going to town on each other. They they're showing bruises. They're hard way in each other. Yeah. And it, quite frankly, this is what Daniel wanted to do that he felt he couldn't yeah. do under WWE. Yeah, 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 and so the, the the thing is, um, Brian Danielson and, Min- and Minoru Suzuki had uh, they crossed paths back before Brian went to WWE, mm-hmm. and this was essentially you know revisiting that. And um, Danielson actually does credit Suzuki with you know helping to shape him in his uh, in his um, indie career. So for him to go back and revisit one of his older opponents that was a mentor to him. Um, there were multiple layers to the storyline. Um, very, very solid stuff without question. Um, uh, also like watching the Rolling Stones on stage. Oh, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, Hey, Hey, if, if the Rolling Stones can make a hit, even at 85 years old, awesome. Why not? <laughs> um, elsewhere um, you had, Rampage itself was, it was what it was. It started with CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. That one went exactly as you might think. Uh, CM Punk picking up the win, 14-minute <laughs> match. Um, yeah, that was that was them, uh, you know, going against the half hour of uh, commercial-free programming on SmackDown. <laughs> so, of course, they're going to trot CM Punk out there. Um, pretty decent match. Um, it was... it. It was what it was. Uh, really wasn't feeling a whole lot of the AEW show, just to be completely transparent. But uh, we did also get a, an in-ring debut from uh, Junior Dos Santos in the main event mm. of Rampage. Uh, as the men of the year and Junior Dos Santos did defeat uh, the inner circle, Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Jake Hager. Um, so, yeah, and Dos Santos looked greener and goose shit, but... I mean, realistically, it's uh, it is what it is. Um, he's obviously a t- he's he's saying that he's going to have more than just this match, 
with AEW. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know if uh, he's going to continue to train, uh, you know, for pro wrestling or if he's, uh, you know, exclusively going to be going back to MMA. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm completely fine with, uh, with the crossover that they're doing right now with American Top Team for sure. Uh, you did have uh, John here that said that upstart CM Punk is sure making a name for himself with all that AEW programming. Yeah. Yeah, he sure is. <laughs> hey, man. hey, hey, that upstart CM Punk is at least a little greener than that young upstart Chris Jericho, who was in the main event of Rampage. So they're firing in all cylinders, man. Awesome. Right. And Chris yeah. added and Chris added to John's comment, that's kids got some upside. <laughs> so shout Oh, out. and uh and 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 by the way, yeah. um impact, yeah. I am definitely I am definitely going to make sure that uh I find a way to pass a message along to uh Minoru Suzuki and Matt you as well, um, that you guys were both disrespecting him. Oh boy. And uh We'll see how that goes uh, because Minoru Suzuki, ladies and gentlemen, thank you to Shant in the chat for pointing this out. Minoru Suzuki will be in Vegas for the Impact Wrestling tapings. Oh boy! Uh, when they're here next week, that'll be cool. awesome. I'll pay to see That's, that. Yeah. I, I'm going to hide behind Michaels, so I'll be all right. <laughs> no, don't worry, his fucking Walker won't catch us. <laughs> I can't wait to see him wrestle. If he wrestles Tommy Dreamer, if he wrestles Tommy Dreamer, we better have an ambulance or two on hand <laughs> to battle to revive these old men. What are you talking about? Tommy Dreamer gonna go to the subway and get him a sandwich right after. Uh, <laughs> we can guarantee he'll be there before and after. <laughs> there but you real go. talk, but real talk, y'all boys talking that shit. Y'all better make sure y'all bring an extra pair of drawers because y'all gonna shit if that man look at y'all. You know, speaking of Rampage being a young man's show, uh, wasn't Bobby Fish on that show too? He was. <laughs> he was actually. He was. Uh, well, so, there you go. He was. Um, yeah. And uh, elsewhere on uh, the next night, we had a uh, Saturday Night Dynamite. And uh, yeah, there are new AAA tag team champions in Los Superranas. <laughs> AKA the Super Frogs, AKA FTR. What did they call uh, as, them? Uh, uh, what, what, they called them two individual names. Uh, uh, but then it's like Gumby and, and, and Frogger or some shit like that. Somebody made a joke. I have, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, they, uh, so the match, the match was uh, Lucha Bros defending their AAA tag team championship against a mystery team who were friends with Andrade El Idolo. <laughs> okay. And so that set us up for the FTR match, uh, for FTR to come out and be the mystery team against them. Uh, got the win after uh, a belt shot and a low blow. And uh, then they hit the brain buster and went home. So FTR are your new AAA tag team champions. Um, but you know what? This is what pissed me off about just that scenario is that they had Punk out there doing commentary, and he fucking goes and says, it looks like FTR. <laughs> That's the only thing. Like, that match would have fucking been great yeah. if it would have been the surprise reveal and stuff. But you fucking have your, you know, your moneymaker go out there and just say, ah, fuck it. 
And I bet you no one was in his ear. He just fucking did it. <laughs> he did also make the first slip up of anyone on commentary and actually called Brian Danielson Daniel Bryan too. Yeah. 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 The, the somehow some way the AEW commentary team has evaded that until this moment and leave it up to fucking CM Punk <laughs> to be the one to fuck it up. He can do no wrong. They knew right. that JR would have called him a woman at some point. But he did. <laughs> you know, so that's good. Oh, Maybe because JR didn't fucked up so much on commentary that is, you know, CM Punk has to fuck up 10 more times just to reach that that standard that JR has given us. Dude, we're mm-hmm. gonna have to knock out a couple of your teeth to have you have this look all the time. It's, I don't know what you're talking nice. about, man. I got I, I got my mouthpiece. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to fight somebody. Let's fucking do it. That's funny. <laughs> Come on, I fucking fight all you fuckers. Let's go. Jesus. Oh man. Um yeah. So yeah, it, as far as as far as that goes, there, you know, there was uh Dark Order versus Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. Uh of course, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks pick up the win. I was pleasantly surprised with how much offense the Dark Order was actually given in this match, though. Um it was a it was a fun back and forth, even including Evil Uno busting out. Mr. Sacco. Wow. Yeah. 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 The crowd popped for it. I mean, if, if you're, if you're going to go according to crowd reactions, I mean, the crowd loved that shit. So, but uh, yeah, obviously uh, Cole and the Bucks pick up the win um, to absolutely no one's surprise. And yeah, there's that. Um, and then finally, in your main event of Dynamite, you had the uh, the two young upstarts, if you will, Bobby Fish versus Brian Danielson. And uh, Danielson picks up the, the win in 13 minutes um, after getting uh, Bobby Fish to tap out. So elsewhere, they did oh, announce. No, I'm that? sorry, Steve. I've, no, I'm just glad I finally saw the main event from SmackDown. <laughs> Because essentially, you know, if uh, if that would have been one of those SmackDown matches at some point, if Fish was up and Danielson was still on the roster. Would have been, but it was not. So nonetheless, uh, they did announce the, uh, the brackets for the Eliminator Tournament, uh, the winner of which will receive a, uh, an AEW championship match. Um, so in the first round, you're going to have Moxley versus uh, 10 from the Dark Order. Gee, I wonder who's going over there. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson. Again, I wonder who's going over there. And then on the other side, uh, or excuse me, and then last but not least, you have Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. So uh, so we'll see how everything shakes out. I think that we can um, pretty much make the comment that uh, the finals of this tournament will end up coming down to Moxley versus Danielson. Um, and who, who wins from there? Who knows? Let's, uh, I'm figuring that it's going to be Danielson though. Danielson. Yeah, it's going to end. Danielson's going to win the tournament and he will end up going on to face Adam page for the championship. There you go. Baby. No, 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 that's no, the other no, guy. Adam Adam that's, that's, that's Adam Cole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know I know that you don't know watch that. the product, so that the guys look the same to you. They don't look so. the same, but they definitely got the same name, at least the first name. <laughs> so every time uh, I hear Adam, baby, 
Do you also uh, suck on your, your water bottle so tightly when you say bebe? Anyways. <laughs> Are you done, Sin City? Oh, I'm done. Oh, thank you. Let's give Simon Street something to do. NXT. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so pretty much. Well, NXT. Simon, let's fill some time. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't watch it, so we're okay. Oh, you didn't watch it? Oh, oh, whatever. All right. I did watch it. Lick my ass. Um, no, NXT 2.0. Uh, pretty decent show. I mean, it was solid. It wasn't nothing totally crazy until the end part. Um, but a couple of things before I get to that. Uh, one thing, one person that keeps standing out week after week, and, and I have to go and mention because I'm wondering, I know they have plans for this gentleman, um, along with other people on there, but uh, Zion Quinn, uh, dude is a beast, but I want to see him go against somebody a little bit more elite on the roster to kind of see what he's looking like. I know right now that, you know, he's showcasing running through, you know, these people that I call, you know, thank you for showing up, drop out, get your GED as was this week with Malik Blade. Cool name. Thank you for showing up. Malik destroyed the fuck out of him really quickly. But um, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what you guys take on Malik, or not Malik, on Zion Quinn, because when I think about him and I think about the title picture, I don't see Tommaso Ciampa holding on to that title very much longer. You know, I definitely see it, uh, you know, what's coming up with uh, Halloween Havoc, possibly that title changing hands. Who would you like to see uh, Zion Quinn go, uh, you know, in NXT? I got a better question for you, Simon Street. Just real quick. Uh, can you can you impersonate, just real, right quick, can you impersonate Flavor Flav for us? Just anything. Just impersonate a fl- Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Like a... <laughs> that, that was for Chris. That was for Chris. That's I, what I, he, I'm just. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out. Like, Chris, Chris, you you owe me. You owe me. All right. I I I saw what you were saying when you threw that out there. All right. That's because he always has like the team. Anyways, uh, other than that, I mean, <laughs> other things going on in NXT. Uh, obviously, Ivy Nile had her debut match, uh, looking strongly impressive. Uh, you know, she's really really good, and uh, you know, I I really feel like there's something that's there that can do a lot with her. Um, you know, immediately right after that, you had another member of the Diamond Mine, Julius Creed. Uh, he went up against uh, Eco Manjuro, who never takes his jacket off in a match and seems to always get beat. Uh, but he looks great with some of his moves, so appreciate him. Um, other than that, also, too, you had, uh, you know, got to see Von Wagner, finally, with Kyle O'Reilly. Um, really interested. It's another big guy. Uh, he looks like Edge on steroids, uh, basically. If you super saiyaned. Uh, uh, Edge, he looked like Von Ragnar, uh, Wagner, and he did an excellent job as well. Um, other than that, uh, the biggest thing was the end of the night is you had, uh, you know, Swerve Scott, uh, you know, defend his North American NXT championship against Santos Escobar. Uh, as you know, that match went went really good down to it, back and forth, back and forth. Interesting enough, mm-hmm. I knew that Swerve was going to go over. They had no idea how they were going to transition because he did get drafted to SmackDown with the rest of Hit Row. So I knew something was in the work. Lo and behold, totally forgot about Carmelo Hayes. He came out and assisted him with help to help him win the match. And so immediately when I saw him help with the match, I was like, you know what? This is what's going to happen. He's going to get turned on. And sure, fuck, he did. Uh, you know, 
and Carmelo uh, turned in his, his contract from the, uh, the tournament he won. And you now have a new North American championship, which is interesting enough because I have never seen that quick of a month turnaround uh, from him winning that, that, that contract to him cashing it in. Usually they try to hold on to that for a little bit longer. But, yeah, that, looking good. So now we know that Swerve is going to be on SmackDown permanently. That's going to be his most likely send-off. Uh, NXT, for the most part, I mean, it wasn't – it wasn't a horrible show, but it was solid. That's it. Yeah, they definitely uh, uh, liking uh, Carmelo for sure. Um, He's very gritty. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I don't see any issue with him. Uh, I think he's definitely a star in the making. Hey, Sean put down, uh, Vince is about to change Cameron Grimes' character. No wonder AEW is signing WWE talents. Okay. Don't doubt it. <sighs> they got a lot of people in NXT with last names. Guarantee when they get up to the main roster, they ain't going to have no last name. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if he does anything with Grimes. I think that uh, if it comes from the mouth of one Dave Meltzer, you could either be, um, you know, you could either be eating cake or eating a big pile of shit. And from Meltzer, it's usually a big pile of shit. So. <laughs> yeah. That has been uh, determined to be true, Matt Michaels. Thank you for that. Impact Wrestling. Uh, 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 uh. I'm so excited. Yes, I am. Thank you. The big the pay-per-view. <laughs> Oh, impact. That's emotion. That was emotion that, wait, that was exciting. If I would have said, if I would have said, Impact Wrestling now, pay per views come up this Saturday. I'm so excited. I think you would have been kind of like, that don't sound exciting. But I would have think said, oh, I'm so exciting. Gets it right. So, it's only, someone, it's only someone exciting. Clipped that. Someone no, clipped no. that. No, no, Sin City. <laughs> impact. It's only exciting if you lift your shirt up like it's Mardi Gras, and then Please somebody no. throws some beads at you. No. No, <sighs> no, know. we don't need to get demonetized or kicked off of any any channels. Okay, we won't. Dude, we seriously need him to fucking lose a tooth because this is just too fucking. What are you talking about? You know you love my shit right here, man. <laughs> this shit is quality, Great. fucking quality. Oh my! I don't God. know about the content of the show, but imagery is fucking brilliant. We, we 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 have we have to let Impact do this this show recap. He showed more emotion when he was talking about Impact Wrestling just now than he ever has since he's been doing this show. So we gotta let him talk, guys. Wait, he's not done. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right, man. So everything's leading up to Bound <laughs> for Glory, which I'm excited for. The um, the X Division title. We knew that. Trey Miguel was in it. We knew that Steve Macklin was in it, but we need, we still needed one more name. And it was going to be between El Fantasmo, Rohit Raju, or Willie Mack. Now, being that, uh, well, I would ask you guys, but I'm, I know Steve reads it and Matt probably came across it and Simon don't give a fuck. So let's just give you the answer. <laughs> It's El Fantasmo will be the third person for uh, for that. So it's going to be, hey, 
that's going to be an uh, uh, awesome <laughs> X Division title match right there. Hey, dude, isn't he an NXT? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, Elgato del Fantasma. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 Simon's favorite faction. There you go. <laughs> And he took his headphones off so I can talk all the shit I want. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, we do have him uh, for that. So it, that's looking to be great. They had a battle royal where, of course, we have the Call Your Shot gauntlet match, which is going to take place. And in the battle royal that they had this past uh, Thursday night, the winner of that actually gets to be Number 20, the last person to enter into that uh, call your shot. And, of course, it ended up being W. Morrissey. So, yeah, I mean, with him being the last one, you you can almost say that he's going to end up winning this. Remember, the winner of the call your shot gauntlet match gives you a future title shot, which you can use anytime in any place. Now, just for you guys who maybe didn't know, there was a release that we dropped on Saturday. Impact Wrestling's own Moose. We got a chance to talk with him. It's exciting for everyone who download and listen. Thank you. For those who haven't got a chance to download it, please do. Uh, we got a chance to get uh, what his thoughts were and what role that he's going to play in this upcoming uh, uh, event that's going to happen with the Call Your Shot Gauntlet match. And, you know, even when he has some words with about W. Morrissey. I mean, these are two big guys, right? So who knows? If you haven't got a chance to listen to that, please download that. Uh, Moose was awesome to finally get a chance to have a conversation with, and I think you will enjoy that. Now, also at the show that they're going to have this weekend for Bound for Glory, they're going to the, finally crown the first ever digital media champion. Now, if you've been following it, it should be a lot easier, especially for folks like you, Simon Street, because it's all on either YouTube or it, it's on Impact Plus. I know that one is a pay subscription, but in other words, it's it's through social media and, and everything but through their uh, on being on television. So they're going to finally crown uh, someone from there. Now, there's there's one more group that's that that's going to be up for that championship. But right now it's going to be between John Schuyler versus Crazy Steve, Fala Ba versus Jordan Grace, because, yes, women can be a part of it too. Um, and then there's a mystery. And I think we find out that mystery coming up this week on um, by this Thursday's show. So we'll find out who will be the first ever digital media champion, which would get crowned also uh, this weekend. And – this part, I got to tell you, uh, Swingers Palace, guys, they finally shut the doors on Swingers Palace on this past week. Um, Swinger Palace was, 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 was just a great place for a lot of the talent who wasn't being used to be a part of, uh, you know, this whole thing that they created where it was illegal underground gambling. And, um, and they finally closed up shop because, of course, now that they're coming to Vegas, none of that illegal underground gambling stuff is going to work. So um, it was it was great to see what they did with that and how they fully went through 
uh, you know, did an entire reminder of of all the things that has happened since the time it started up to its uh, to its downfall. But um, but yeah, yeah, that no more of Swingers Palace. I actually I actually wanted a shirt, you know, so I can have it right next to my spend like fifteen minutes talking about Swingers Palace. You know what? Swingers Palace is actually pretty awesome. You know, would you rather wear down the street in Vegas a Swingers Palace or a Caesars Palace shirt? Uh, I'd rather That's not right. talk a about Swingers Palace. Palace. You're right. And, you know, the good thing about it is that, you know, unfortunately, we're not going to have any more of the show to watch on there, but we do have his shirts we can still buy. That's exciting. He, You know, sometimes we just have to call you DJ Street. Because your rundowns are fucking the whole fucking show. Swingers <laughs> Palace. <laughs> oh, my God. Matt Michaels, go smoke on what you were smoking on earlier. All right. Heath. But I have a question. Yes. If if I got a Swingers Palace shirt yeah. and I had a beautiful wife such as your, the one you have, man, and I'm walking down microphone Boulder will, Highway, uh-huh. um. I got to be honest with you, man. I have some concerns because then somebody might try to grab your wife. You will go to prison because you won't have to kill somebody. So you got to be more specific when you're talking about a swingers palace for those who don't have access and watch impact. It's a shirt. All Is right. it a shirt? It's a shirt. All right. So Heath finally signs the contract. He's official now with impact. So that's exciting. And he got himself in a match, which I was telling you last week that I had no idea why they were focusing so much on Rhino, but I guess it's because of Heath. Heath has decided that he's going to take on Violent by design, but he wants Rhino by his side. Now, there's a chance that Rhino might not show up this Saturday, and it could be Heath versus Violent by uh, by, uh, design, but if Rhino does show up, at least it'll be an equal sort of footing for that match. So we'll see if we see Rhino. Who knows? But outside of that, man, everything, of course, is leading to uh, everything we've been wanting to see. Christian Cage. I think I'm going to do a, um, a Voices in My Head, guys. Please do, because... I mean, the way it's going right now, the voices are really talking and talking and talking. Yeah, and I'm going. I I'm, I gotta let. I think I'm gonna let all of that out this this Friday, you know, and let everybody know about that. Because you're right, they're really talking right now. In fact, on Friday, if you want, you can do a 50 minute fucking thing just on a the history. I, I kind of heard what you said, but yeah, Simon Street volume went up an extra 100%, and it's like extremely loud now. So <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. His computer is having all types of issues. But nevertheless, um, Impact Wrestling, guys, last thing I'm really going to say about it is if you're in the Vegas area, just come by. They only got a small amount of tickets left, but it is at Sam's Town. And uh, try to come through and see the show. It's exciting to have. Uh, another wrestler promotion here. They will be back in November again, but um, let's just show out and have a great time at this show. Uh, 7 p.m., I believe, is showtime for Saturday. And then, of course, they have – oh, 5, 5. 
I'm sorry. You're right, five. Um, and then I think I was looking at the, <laughs> what was that, Central Time. And then, um, of course, the TV tapings uh, will be that Sunday and that Monday. So if you're available to attend those, do that as well. All right. All right, cool. Ring of Honor. They just did a couple of matches. Last week, I was talking about how soldiers uh, of savagery, of course, they are part of the six-man tag team uh, belt, but they were going to go up against Dragon Lee and Kenny King for their RH World Tag Team title. So winning this could have pretty much gave them two belts. But what it ended up coming down to is Dragon Lee and Kenny King keeping those belts because Bestia came down from LFI, interfered in the match, and by the time uh, Shane got down there, it was too late. So still your ROH World Tag Team Champions, Dragon Lee and Kenny King. There was also a 808, the foundation which, of course, is Jay Lethal and uh, Rhett Titus, Tracy Williams, and Jonathan Grisham. And then they had a, a match against uh, Taylor Rust, Eli um, Isom, the world-famous CB, and Joe Keys. So they're on this whole idea of trying to keep wrestling pure. You know, I, I, like, the, I like the foundation. I like them as wrestlers more than I like what they're trying to, um, the message they're trying to put out under their their group you know and it's great i get it they're trying to keep wrestling pure and you know they don't care for the gimmicks it's just straight up the wrestling and these rules and i get it that's fun it's great to see but at some point i'm gonna need the foundation and just go ahead and break up that foundation and just get all dirty and gritty again you know so i'm sure it'll happen but nevertheless, they had their match, and they won their match. And, of course, after it was over, everybody did the handshaking because that's the way it's supposed to be in wrestling. And that was Ring of Honor right there, guys. New Japan, Sin City, Steve. Um, I'm going to let you talk about the G1 Climax, but, hey, guess what? Didn't everybody want to know what happened to uh, good old Buddy Murphy? Huh? Buddy Murphy, Simon Street. Buddy Murphy. Yeah, Buddy Murphy. What about him? Matt Michaels. You remember that guy? It was room. Oh, Matt Michaels. Michaels said, "Fuck." He he said, "Fuck Buddy Murphy." Yeah, he clearly didn't give a shit. Yeah, he just he just left the room. He said, "Fuck that motherfucker." (laughs) (laughs) But yes, you were telling us about Buddy Murphy. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 all ears. Yeah, man. Well, he's going to be a part of New Japan, so. That uh, as that, he should. Yeah. I mean, there were rumors. Well, that's 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 what he got beat. Like, to be honest with you. I mean, or, or like, well, before he got back to WWE, uh, rights in the city, he went to New Japan and kind of, you know, really built a career for himself and a name for himself. So it makes sense. Go back to where you were good or well utilized. Yeah. Well, um, they did a, a pretty cool promo to welcome him, you know, to explain kind of what his role going to be. And it was kind of cool. It was about a minute long. And um, we'll see him. I, 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 There was rumors, of course, that he could have ended up at Impact. So 
I hadn't heard much from him since that whole thing, so I didn't know if that was going to be a surprise. I do feel there's going to be some surprises. Um, I could be wrong, and if there's not, I'm not going to be upset, but I feel there will be a surprise uh, coming up this weekend. So I thought maybe he would have been one of them, but he isn't. But nevertheless, he is with uh, with New Japan, Sin City. What's your take on that, man, as you get ready to tell us about the G1? So I think that I think uh, and he go by the name Buddy, I forgot Buddy Matthews now right that's going to be the name he goes yeah. by Buddy Matthews go ahead when when uh, when Matthews was first released from WWE um, I think that a couple of us on the show had mentioned that New Japan would probably be the best landing spot for him mm-hmm. um, so I I I am in full agreement uh, between you know Impact and New Japan I you know. I would be I would have been fine with either place and as we know the forbidden door is kicked wide open so he could show up an impact um but real you know realistically speaking it looks like as if he's going to be a part of New Japan which I'm excited to see because he is a great worker and I think that he can do great things especially in their junior heavyweight division and if you know if things go according to uh how they very well could. Mm-hmm. He could also be a part of the standard heavyweight division. Um, elsewhere, though, let's talk about the G1 Climax. The G thir- the G1 31 tournament is uh, winding down. There's only one more. Um, everyone in the tournament has one final match remaining. Mm-hmm. And uh, your standings heading into the very end in the A block. It's knotted up. There are four people that are tied for the lead. You've got Zack Sabre Jr., Kota Ibushi, Shingo Takagi, and Kenta, all with 12 points. Tomohiro Ishii with 10. Great Okan, Toriyano with 8. Tangaloa and Yujiro Takahashi with 4. And as we've talked about, Tetsuya Naito withdrew from the tournament with 0 points. Over there on that B block, though, we have leading the pack. Yes, and here standing, we go. And standing alone by himself, <laughs> Jeff Cobb. Yes. With 16 points. Jeff Cobb is and, the man. And why is Jeff Cobb uh, by himself on the top of the uh, the rankings so far? Well, it's because uh, Tama Tonga played spoiler and defeated Kazuchika Okada um, just uh, just on the, the 14th of October. So, um, actually the, uh, let's see here. The 20th of October will be the, uh, the final match, uh, in that B block tournament. And it just so happens to be, hmm, it's almost like as if they're booking this shit, <laughs> Jeff Cobb versus Kazuchika Okada oh. and J- Jeff Cobb can win the tournament without necessarily winning the match. He does not have to beat Okada. The two can have a draw. And he will still win wow. that that half of the block. So this is so, pretty much his. It should be anyway. Uh, un- unless unless Okada beats him, then yes. If Okada beats him, then things get a little bit hairy. But uh, I think that you know, if I had to guess, I think that they're gonna they're gonna do the whole uh, the draw thing and uh, have Cobb come out of that uh, come out of that block. And uh, I'd, I'd like to see him go up against Takagi. I'd, I would love to see him go up against Shingo uh, in, you know, from the A block. Yeah. And uh, why not? Why not have 
him knock off Takagi to get a championship match against Takagi. Right. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So, um, so there's that, that's kind of where we are. Um, one more, one more night, uh, in the, uh, the tournament there. And, uh, just another quick little note. Yes. Um, Will Ospreay's United Empire faction gained a new member. Oh, and we're talking about TJP. Oh, for mm. <laughs> nice. very interesting. Yeah. All right. Very All right. interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So shout out, shout out to TJP. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. I, uh, I thought I had to take a Buddy Murphy, but it ended up being a Bloody Matthews. You should really get that checked out, man. I mean, was there a lot of blood? Oh, man. oh it was horrible. It was horrible. It was like Ric Flair uh, in a steel cage. It's <laughs> a lot of blood. Yeah, coming from the anus. Oh, wow, man. anal bleeding. All right, so thank you much for that, Sid City. Um, uh <laughs> I, I guess we covered everything. Is there anything wrestling else that anyone want to mention local or some other promotion you want to shout out out there while we're still here? Yeah, I definitely want to go ahead and um, shout out uh, Matt Michaels asshole. It's been through a lot and we hope for a speedy recovery. So that way the shit that spews out of it on a weekly basis, we can all enjoy frequently. Okay. On a, on a more serious note, uh, Big Valley Wrestling, Ricky Tenacious, put on a show this, this weekend okay. uh, to uh, have uh, proceeds for uh, uh, the to benefit the uh, LGBTQ Community Center here in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great cause. Um, it was a show that, uh, you know, uh, had uh, one very, very uh, big, uh, I guess, uh, kind of a surprise in uh fresco matic being the new bvw uh champion he uh cashed he cashed out his uh his fighting championship for a, a title chance and uh he has now got some uh singles gold so right. hats off to fresco for working his ass off to uh you know to be making the uh the leaps and bounds that he's been making this year it's uh it's been great to see awesome well, good stuff. And um, and speaking of Big Valley Wrestling, we did get a chance to talk with Ricky Tenacious, which is uh, over that particular organization, right? And um, and that interview that dropped, um, I believe that was on Thursday. So just go back and, and look for that if you want to know more information about it. Uh, yes, they are pretty much promoting it, but it's good just to hear about what was going on. And when you hear about the next one, you want to be a part of it, you know. So uh, definitely for a good cause, and um, and by all means, take a listen. Um, man, I guess with that, guys, if there is nothing else, we're gonna thank everybody for hanging out with our wrestling talk. If you're watching us right now, we're gonna be right back in just a second as we're gonna prepare for three count. But if you are listening to us, thank you for listening, and make sure to download. Tuesday's episode of Three Count. We got three good topics. I mean, these are really, really good topics. That's going to definitely make you want to throw in your opinion and slap somebody up the head with it. Guaranteed. All right. So until then, see you next time. Peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.